Welcome to the A-Game Podcast with Nick LaMagna, digging into the minds and experiences of some of today's brightest entrepreneurs in real estate and business, along with Hollywood stars, UFC fighters, and your favorite rock bands. People that have figured out how to overcome obstacles, take chances, live boldly, and no matter what they do, they always bring their A-Game. This is part two with Eric Paulson. So we uh, we have a two part episode this week. I, I touched on it. So some of you should have listened to the first part on Monday. This is part two with Eric Paulson. We pick up where we left off, where he was talking about where one of his senseis, Dan Santo. Um, <clears throat> welcome to the A Game Podcast. This is part two of our interview this week with Eric Paulson. Again, Eric Paulson is a legend in the MMA and grappling community. He's also got a lot of ties to some of the other legends and original guys that helped shape where we are today with the UFC. So some of the new guys might not know him as well, but you definitely know the people that he's trained, the people he's been behind. I mean, he is a pioneer in the industry. Great guy, uh, trained with him. He's nothing but respectful, and he's a very interesting guy too. He thinks a lot. He's very well-rounded. He does a lot of research on different topics, completely outside MMA. And he's one of the more interesting guests that you can really talk to about anything for hours and hours. So we did talk for a few hours. I wanted to split the episode up into two. So this is the second half where we start to change the direction a little bit and talk about some other things that aren't completely uh, MMA and stunt related, but it's still great stuff, very interesting stuff. And I hope you guys enjoyed the first part. And I know if you did, you will also enjoy the second part. There's something for everybody. Remember, this episode is brought to you in part by Naked Warrior Recovery CBD. Go to www.nicknicknick.com slash links. Put in code AGAME to get 20% off any products off that website of Naked Warrior Recovery, a Navy SEAL-owned CBD company by Mr. William Branham. Also, Nationwide Business Capital Group, if you need funding for your real estate deals, whether you're new, whether you're experienced, you're looking for better rates and terms, you're looking for higher LTVs, you need some sort of creative financing, residential, commercial, rentals, fix and flips, lines of credit, please go to www.nicknicknick.com slash links. On that page, you will be able to click on Get Funding for My Real Estate Deals. It will take you to their page, and Marianne will reach out to you personally. Let her know that the A-Game Podcast and Nick LaMagna sent you over there, and she will give you the rock star treatment like she does for me and for all the people I, I send over there. They'll shoot you straight. They'll tell you what they can do, what they can't do. Hopefully, you guys can do some business there. And while I'm wearing the T-shirt, if you are in Long Island, definitely as things are opening back up over there in New York, go check out Sarah Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Law MMA run by Ray Longo and Chris Wyman. And of course, Sarah Jiu-Jitsu run by Matt Sarah with some of the best instructors, best people I have met in years anywhere on Long Island. If you were looking to train Jiu-Jitsu, you are crazy to not go check out Sarah Jiu-Jitsu. Go check them out. Uh, get some jujitsu on, get your family in there, get your kids in there, take off some of that weight that maybe you gained during quarantine. It is by far the best decision you will ever make. So check it out. At the end, I'll have the le- uh, free drum lesson for my brother as well. If you want an online drum lesson for free from one of the Tri-State Area's best drummers, Dan LaMagna, check it out. Stay tuned. Hope everybody had a great Labor Day. This is part two with Mr. Eric Paulson. And I, I started going into the stunt aspect. I did it for about 10 years. And then I thought, you know what? I don't, I, I'm a goof off. They go, hey, invite Eric on this film. 
bring him in, give him a part so so he can uh, make us laugh the whole time. And that's what I was. I was a local just. I would come in. Uh, I would go in there and just make these guys laugh because all I would do is goof off the whole time. And and they're like, where's Eric? They go, he's at the craft service table. He's always at the craft service. <laughs> I'm like filling my bag just full of, I go, look at all this free food. I've got to get my money's worth. <laughs> and it was funny, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think when you start to get into serious relationships and you want to get married and stuff, uh, it's uh, the stunt stuff because you're gone for so long. It's it's uh, taxing on your, unless they're involved, there are stunt people also. It's just tough. It's a tough, the entertainment industry is very tough like that. But I was very fortunate to get in at the top level and be there for a long time. I was on Baywatch a bunch of times and a bunch of other little shows here and there but um i grew dan in asano when I, when I was 96 i was demoing with him on a seminar and we we're in texas and he sat me down and he goes i want to talk to you eric um i know you're at a crossroads here and you're contemplating because all your friends are in movies and you are still fighting um that was right after i won the belt of japan and he's like i want to talk to you seriously he goes you know the seminar life is a good life the martial arts life is a good life you'll have your friends around you till you die you'll you'll be around young guys you'll be doing what you love to do you know and the pay is good and you're traveling all over and he said you know and you're gone on a weekend you're home on a weekday he said so you know it's not taxing like a like a movie would be because you're gone for four to six to eight months you know while your spouse is at home that's tough obviously you're going to fly them in and but still there's there's still a lot of uh time when you're away from your family and if you have kids it's tough on on that and, and so you know if you're a single person and you're young go into stunt work you know but if you've got a wife and kids do not go into stunt work <laughs> you know just because if you want to work you got to take whatever you can get and you know i i was just offered a movie um uh five years ago and it was called the movie brazen with uh is it brazen with um aquaman oh, okay and he wanted me to go to canada for like four to six months to film this movie and i was like and i looked at the script and and uh i was like but it's all lumberjack axe throwing caveman. You don't really, I mean, you're not a martial artist. You're, you're a lumberjack that knows uh, that's just tough. And, and, you know, so the amount of fight technical fight stuff for that movie was very slim, but they wanted me to go away. And I'm like, so I'd have to leave my gym for four to six months and be up in Canada. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know if I can do that. Uh, how about if I just train you for the movie? and then and and then the, that was a, a long commute and it didn't work out but things work out for a reason i mean i i am a proponent on believing that that divine in divine alignment that you have divine appointments you have appointments then you have divine appointments and some of them are set forward for you to do and it feels right and then some of them they don't feel right and those are not supposed to be for you it's an opportunity but 
sometimes opportunity isn't always the right opportunity. You know that? I believe that completely. And, and I actually do, I definitely did want to dig on that with you because I know you're very big on signs and energy and uh, I'm, I'm learning to be more and more aware of them as I get older and as I get more life experience. But I know that that's uh, something that you're very strong. I know a couple of times you came down when I was in California with Nicole and Clint and you, you came through with like crystals and we had some talks about different energies and things like that. Organized probably. Yeah. Okay. okay. What was the name of that movie? Let me just look it up real quick. With Jason Moore? Yeah. Was it Braven or Brazen? Let me see. Jason Moore. Yeah, it was Braven. Braven? I haven't seen it. Are you looking to get more into uh, doing some fight choreography and stuff? I feel like uh, you should team up with Clint Dahl on his production side and knock out some fight choreograph stuff. Uh, here's here's the deal. Um, I, when it when it presents itself, but I don't I don't go like I left Hollywood for a reason because I continue with my martial arts and I open a gym thinking okay I'm going to train and and pass on try to pass on a legacy. What you know what your what is your contribution to the world is to leave a legacy with your kids and with your work that you do. So when you write your name and then put an equal sign behind it, what what's, what is your name equal? You ever think about that? No. Do it, write your name down and write an equal sign and then think of what other people will fill in in that blank, what, what your name equals. You write your name and you write an equal sign behind it, what is your name equal? And that's how you'll be remembered. Uh, another thing you could do is write your own obituary. I, I have heard of doing that one. I haven't, I haven't actually yeah. done it, but I heard this. It sounds thing. a little morbid, I know. But <laughs> uh, what it does is it just makes you grateful for what you have. And the thing is, so, you know, with the way things are right now, um, I think we have to get closer to our creator. I think that's important right now, the, just the way the sign of the times and the way things are going and, they're talking about the asteroids and the UFOs and, you know, all this stuff. And, uh, you know, only God knows when the end of earth will ever be, uh, or humanity. But the thing is, don't use, uh, 911 as your chance to get to know creator. Why would you wait till the last second? 911 should not be that, you know, is it better? Is it better to pretend like, like he does exist? And, and then later find out that he doesn't? Or is it better to act like he doesn't exist and then at the last second find out he does exist? And so that's why I think it's important. Like, I, I'm just very grateful all the time. Um, about a year and a half, almost, yeah, a little over a year and a half, I almost lost my life. I, uh, I, I got a staph infection in my chest and my throat and because I had so much neck injury and uh, my whole body went septic and I went into the hospital into the emergency room with sepsis and immediately code septic they immediately rushed me to the ICU and they x-rayed me and I had to have full-blown surgery and uh, they the doctor when he cut me open he said I exploded with with uh, pus which comes 
from my infection. And he said that I was so infected with so much pressure. He didn't know, first of all, how I was alive, let alone walking around. And, and everyone that, I mean, if I, I get guys that get a little bump on their elbow and then it turns red, it turns a staff, and then it, you can see a line going up into their heart. That's dangerous. You got two days, three days, and it's going into your heart. If it gets into your heart or gets into your brain, you're done. Or you're going to be a quadriplegic uh, or it's going to affect your brain big time. And for me to have it in my chest here for a long time and my throat here together and, and to find out that I was at the highest and the worst that I was, I, I was actually, if I closed my eyes, I would see 100 faces in about 10 seconds that would just bombard me. I was getting bombarded by faces and I, I have no idea. I mean, I was like a dog, a clown. I was like, what, a gorilla, what? And I couldn't close my eyes to fall asleep and I was in so much pain, I couldn't even lift my head up. And because the staph infection was wrapped around my spine, like a candy cane. And the doctors, they said, they called my whole family. And he said to my mom, he goes, she goes, well, is it life-threatening what he has? And she goes, he goes, well, put it this way. You should come here as fast as you can. So my mom hit up my family and they all showed up at the end of my bed in, in the hospital. And I was in the hospital for a month. Man. Yeah, so you need to count your blessings because, you know, all's peachy keen when, when nothing's bad, but when you get sick, you know, the, I was told that the only thing that spared me was the fact that I had strong faith and belief and the fact that I had great doctors. They sent me the right people at the right time. He sent a doctor that wasn't even part of the hospital from another hospital to come and operate on me. Man. The doctor the, the um, doctor that was a resident there was on vacation with his family down that weekend. So I had this hotshot Iranian doctor come over from another hospital and he looked at me and I remember I was going in and out of a, out of a train. I was just kind of like, in and, I was going in and out of consciousness. And I said, are you the one? And he goes, I said, are you the one sent to me? Are you the one that's going to fix me? And he goes, I'm the one. And I go, and then he high-fived me or shook my hand. I go, all right, I trust you. And then boom, and then, then it was the rest. My wife had to sign a paper because they said three things. If we leave him, he's gone. He'll be gone by tomorrow. He'll be gone in 24 hours. If we give him uh, antibiotics, inject antibiotics in him, he'll probably be a quadriplegic, which to me is the same. Uh, and or we operated on immediately first thing tomorrow morning, and that's what happened. So I don't take things for granted. Everything to me is serious because, you know, I was obviously spared for a reason. So every day when I meditate, I always say thank you for sparing me. What would you have me do? You know, what, why was I spared? What would you like me to do here? What can I do to help the world? because obviously you spared me for a reason and that's to help help something to do something you know we, we all have a purpose here and how do you find your purpose meditate ask knock
door will be open asking you will you will receive if you ask and ask you'll find out what your reason is and you have to be humble you have to be a little kid you know that's the biggest thing when you when you go before the lord you you're a little kid again you so when you present yourself i come to you as a little boy <clears throat> you know because you're talking to your father and then you ask you know what would you have me do i would like to say thank you uh I, it's it's important i think that that people you know you could lose your soul and gain the world and that happens a lot and that's what's going on all over the place a lot of people uh again god's number is not 911 and there's a reason why we're all here and what your purpose is what's your reason why you're here what what is your life for why are you on earth why did you choose to come in to this life to to go through all this stuff and learn about love and failure and all this stuff it's it's about learning and growing and at the highest level of who we are today it's about being of service to other people so that's why i think we're here to change to help change people and, and martial arts for me is my vehicle to help change a lot of people's lives to inspire so i always i have things written down and uh it says aspire to inspire so your whole objective is to inspire other people even if it's a word if it's your actions and uh, a lot of people they can talk and talk about this stuff and say things but it's also your actions your deeds not your words like uh, greg nelson has opera non verba deeds not words it's it's what you do not just say but uh the other thing is open your bible and and read a little bit and and learn a little bit more about your creator because come from god go to god that's what we want you know you don't come from god and then go to hell you know we want to we want to ascend not descend you want to come into this life and learn and grow and then go back to where so we can continue to grow and learn and so you know it's it's strange like i some of my friends that were hollywood friends not all but a couple guys that i had conversations with they they would tell me how they thought hell was cool and it would be a cool place to be and all your friends are there and it's a big party and and i was like uh i don't think so because i've had i've had probably seven different dreams of going to hell I've had a few dreams of going to heaven but I've had a, I've had about seven different ones of of that and uh they weren't bright and shiny I'll tell you that and they weren't fun by any means and it it does exist and a lot of people don't think that but it does they both they both exist you don't just uh when you die you know i think you you go back into the spiritual world but i also believe that what you've done on earth is what we're you're accountable for you know um so without preaching because i i don't my job isn't to preach here <coughs> sorry just over a little bit uh but you know like we're in a lot of people say we're in end times i don't know what do you think about that I think we're in strange times for sure. Strange I don't know time. about end times, but I think we're definitely at a time that we're hitting a big reset button and people need something 
to to focus on or to hold on to or I think people are questioning a lot of what they've done or thought or believed or you know just life in general like we were talking before we started recording about that there's a lot of people that are checking themselves out hopelessness where's the hopelessness come from if you believe in a higher source and a higher power and you submit yourself to that higher source your higher power uh, like Alice Cooper said that he he was born and raised as a as a Christian kid and he as he got into his music he lost God and he said he had a God-sized hole in his heart and then he came back to God and now he's he uh, talks about it it's interesting you'll find a lot of rock and rollers because uh, they signed the contract and uh, they've sold they've sold their soul or whatever to, to get what they wanted, but you have until the day you die that you could uh, turn things around. You can change that. Just cause you've done that doesn't mean that that's the end for you. You have until the day you die to change that. Yeah. I, th I think uh, it's like you said, hope I think is one of the most powerful things in life. And I think right now is the time that what, no matter what it is, people need, something to keep them hopeful and something to look forward to and something to hold them accountable. And just again, you know, even when I went through some of my stuff, it was just the, the thought that tomorrow there was something better out there to look forward to or to push to or to wake up to every day, just gets you to another day and another day. And inspiration. Another day. What's yeah. your inspiration? It could be jujitsu. It could be physical. But what, what happens when you don't have the physical, like right now, we don't have all that physical because we, we we're supposed to be quarantined. So now what? Now it's up to you to do it yourself. So that's why you're running and you're stretching and you're hitting your conditioning and all these home workouts are coming out. But how about when you have to sit around and you got nothing else? So what do you do? You watch, you're watching some of these stupid senseless movies <laughs> or TV shows that are rotting your brain that, that make your brain waves go like this. It's just <laughs> like, it's like a death, a death death line there's no beep beep you know it's like a straight there's no brain activity yeah. you're watching you go into i forget what what realm of, of brain activity which is flat you know so that's why meditation is really important and uh, think about it why why have they told us that we're not allowed to go to church they don't want people praying because a lot of people they they have to go to church to pray but god's all around you he's all part of everything all part of creation comes from creator, creator source energy. And there's a divine spark in all of us because we're all created by our creator. There's a divine spark inside of all of us. You either look into it and let it grow or you ignore it. You ignore it and say, oh, it's not true. It doesn't exist. But, you know, during these troubled times, why not look inside? They say, if you want to find God, look inside yourself. That's where you'll find all the secrets. And so that's why I believe meditation kind of opens up and unlocks all these things. Uh, whatever it is, it could be maybe you travel sometimes. A lot of people astral travel when they sleep. So maybe they go, they travel out in the universe or, or multiverse or whatever. Everyone has, do you have dreams? Do you remember your dreams? Yeah. That's great. Start writing your dreams down. And there's books on dream interpretation also. It tells you a little bit more about 
about uh, what your dreams are actually meaning. Like it could be past, past life stuff. A lot of people who are devout um, fundamental Christians, they don't believe in reincarnation. But so how could reincarnation not exist if when we die, we truly never die because energy never dies. So your spirit just leaves and takes a different shape or form. So right now you're a spirit living a human life, but when you die, your spiritual ball of energy comes out of you and then it goes into the universe and becomes one with the universe. But why not think that you could come here over and over to keep learning? You probably could incarnate on other planets also because there's life on other planets and other, there's other life forms and other planets all over the place. So who's to say that, that, that you haven't already done that? You know, so it's interesting that that stuff intrigues me, um, like the afterlife stuff intrigues me. Uh, I, I read about all the different things. I read about everything, but I also read about uh, I read about God, but I also read about uh, UFOs. <laughs> that doesn't mean that the UFOs are my God, but it's I'm like, what are they? You know, I'm intrigued. What are they? Like like uh, when Joe Rogan had that series, his TV show. It was interesting because he delved into all these different subjects that like why wouldn't you want to know that stuff you know but in the end like greg nelson said to me he goes eric all that stuff exists but is it important to you and if it is why is it important to you because in the end you come from god you go to god you come from creator source energy you go to creator source energy so why are you worried about all this other weird stuff like ghosts ghosts and demons and giants and ufos and i go because it's like instead of watching a movie because a movie to me is entertainment and it was funny because i was sitting in the movie noah when it came out and i was watching it and i go oh interesting and these two guys that came in they were ministers they sat kind of down and they're like this isn't factual this is not and i'm like it's not a documentary this is a movie it's supposed to be about this stuff you know, why would you get offended that you went to a movie and then you said, this isn't real? Of course it's not real. It's a movie. You know, if you want, if you want to uh, go watch uh, the History Channel, watch a documentary on Noah or something. I watch it for the entertainment value. I watch the movie Exodus uh, for the entertainment value because it's a different aspect. And there's partial truth in all of it. You know, so that's why, like, but the same thing. When you read stuff and they they got people go, oh, that's there's a lot of misinformation. I go, yeah, but this I'm not taking this and thinking that this is the truth or verbatim word for word. You know, I'm watching going, oh, interesting, oh, interesting aspect. Yeah, oh, what a what an interesting way to think or look at things. You know, and they go, oh, it's not all truth. And it's like, well, it's pretty hard to find everything all truth these days. Don't read the newspaper. It's opinion. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the, the, it could the be same a political said, opinion, uh, personal opinion. It's yeah. not journalism. Sometimes it's kind of lost. How, how you do anything is how you do everything is what I was saying earlier. And I feel like exactly what you just said with the way you're taking all these different philosophies on, you know, pre-life, afterlife, UFOs, God, faith, all these things. And you're, you're kind of picking and choosing and, and forming your own opinions off of what you, you know, what you believe, what you, what you're, you're taking in, what you're like. Research. Yeah, it's the same thing you did with martial arts. 
R and years and years of savat and judo and jujitsu and boxing and you put it together to, to pull your own jiu-jitsu wrestling and yeah. yeah, but because there's truth in everything. Yeah, and I like it. I like it. You know, like um, I, 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 a lot of guys that are really good at jujitsu, they have when they go into MMA, they have to learn a little bit of striking. I know Crone. I know Crone. Uh, I don't think he's really gone that aspect where he's gone in and gone to a striking gym and gotten into all that because he's using his jujitsu as much as he's trying to keep it as pure as he can. But you're looking at all these other guys like Jacare. You know, these guys are doing kickboxing also because you're in a kickbox in a striking arena. And uh, I understand trying to utilize 100% your, your art or sport to that, but at least you got to learn how to defend a punch. You know, and so if you're learning how to catch, slip, bob and weave, cover, is that considered boxing or is that considered jujitsu? <laughs> now punching the face on the ground, is that jujitsu or is that street fighting? Mm. It so changes I don't know. For sure. Listen, mixed martial arts, um, Hickson's got a lot of wrestling in his system, definitely. Because I remember him teaching a sit out one day and I was like, Wow, because a lot of guys, uh, when the guys would start to spin to your side, they'd do a shoulder roll and pull guard, and he used to just hit a sit out, boom, and then take the guy down and go on top. And I was like, well, that's perfect for fighting the top <laughs> game, like Carlson style. Carl Carlson, all of his guys learned more of a top style game because they, because Carlson came from a fighting background. He fought, he fought, Hicks had fought a lot too. And so knowing that, you know, and um, this is an analogy, I I don't know, but his brother Holes was a very aggressive style. Uh, When he went, he would put you on your back right away because he wrestled and he did Sambo on top of his jujitsu and being one of the oldest, right? And uh, I, I saw a little bit of old footage when he was rolling with Hickson and Hickson was pulling guard a lot. And I think when Holes passed, I think Hickson emulated his game a little bit more and kind of changed his game a little bit. Because I remember training with Hickson and and a lot his balance. When he would get mount, that was it. You're, you're not going to get him off the mount, you know, and uh, or your back. But uh, his also his ability to to do takedowns. We're, we're really high because some of my private lessons with him, he's like, okay, you're going to try to take me down today. And that was my whole private for a half hour as I was trying to throw or take him down. <coughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I appreciate that you've been giving me a lot of time. I'll, I'll end you with uh, two, two more questions. One, knowing no. what you know now in life, which you have tons of knowledge and experience, if a young Eric Paulson came up to you and asked you for advice getting started, what would you give advice to a younger you right now? Condition. Be kind to everybody because you never know when you have to ask for a favor. Stay in your lane. Focus on what's important. But your conditioning is the best of all because when you can run and your lungs are full of air, you can do whatever you want to do. When your body can go and go and go and never stop and you never get tired, you can do whatever you, whatever's in your system or whatever you think you 
you can do, you can do. And I would have probably started meditating a lot younger because it opened my heart. My heart, um, I think I think we hold on to a lot of things when we're a little kid, you know, like people wronged us and, and things that, that happened to us, uh, resent and things when you're holding resentment and um, maybe grudges and things like that. I think uh, meditation opens your heart and it opens your your chakra levels. Um, by the way, this guy, Greg and I, Greg said, hey, Eric, what does the Lord's Prayer have to do with your chakras? And so I sent him a post written from five different places that said that the Lord's Prayer actually aligns your chakras. I didn't write it. I read it. But it said that the Lord's Prayer, the way it's the way it's said, it, it opens up each. You have many chakras, but your seven chakras in your uh, along your spine, your your perineum, your belly button, your solar plex, your heart, your throat, your third eye, and then your crown chakra, and then your star chakra. It aligns and opens it up. So by doing every day, doing the Lord's Prayer, it's also humbleness, asking for forgiveness, ask to be given things and to forgive others, very important, but to help people. Helping people is, I think, the best thing we could do. That's why I was always, I didn't know it, but I was always in a service style job. And if I wasn't, I, I didn't feel right. Like I remember I worked for a moving company. I hated it. I worked for a security company. I was a security guard. I hated it. <laughs> uh, for a gas station, I hated it. Uh, drivers, pizza places, uh, bartending service industry, waiter service industry, anything that's a service to other people to help or to serve other people, I've always felt really good at. And uh, I think as a martial artist, that's what we are. We're in the service industry because we're helping each other grow and achieve uh, greatness, help, helping people step out of just being a normal person and learning how to defend yourself, to get into shape, you're learning an art, not just a fighting style, but an art and a craft. You're learning skill sets. And then there, and then there has to be the responsibility of teaching the mindset with it. Because I think it's irresponsible to teach a bully how to beat people up. I think that's an irresponsible job as a teacher. Now you train a bunch of bullies how to beat people up. These guys, they don't know the difference. So they're going out and they're using the martial arts stuff that you've taught them that's supposed to be taught as a form of self-defense now they're using it to hurt other people that's not good bullies since i was a little kid always um because i was bullied it, it it holds a bad spot with me but again when you forgive and you meditate regularly you you learn how to forgive other people but then and one of the biggest things is that you learn how to forgive yourself because a lot of people are good at forgiving others. I forgive, but I don't forget. But then they don't forgive themselves, so they hold on to it. So it stays with them. So I think the act of forgiveness is a big thing uh, that we need to all learn. And, and also, again, like I said, my message this morning when I took a bath, because I like to take a hot bath because of arthritis. It helps. Uh, I take a hot salt bath. So I, I take Epsom salt, but I use magnesium flakes. If you guys ever get a chance to get magnesium flakes, it sucks all the, the uh, negative energy out of your feet. 
like my wife would come home from the gym and her feet would be killing her and I'd make a magnesium bath with this much of water and I put magnesium flakes in the water. She put her feet in there for five minutes and she goes, and I put organites in the bathtub and she goes, I have no idea what that was. She goes, but my feet feel great. And it's just immediately pulls all the negative energy out of your feet. Nice. It's called magnesium flakes and you can buy it at Sprouts okay. or Whole Foods. I'll check it out for sure. But it's even better than uh, Epsom salt. Nice. Awesome. And, and you know what? Being nice to people costs no money. Yep. <laughs> and, hustling, and hustling costs no money whatsoever. It costs no money to hustle. To stay active and be busy costs nothing. You know, and, and being nice to people and helping people that need help costs nothing. And the rewards are super high. Wise words. I love it. Thank so you. how do how do people find you? I know you have your online uh, CSW now. If people want to maybe book you for stuff, check out what you're doing, check out your academy, follow you on social media. Um, how do what what kind of stuff do you have going on right now? I pl plug everything you have. Okay, um, so CSW online is my. I have an online university. It's got over four thousand videos on it. Uh, there. A lot of people, they just do the monthly. Uh, there's a monthly fee if you just want to look at all the videos without being affiliated and just utilize some of the information that we have. And it's, it's unboxing, judo, wrestling, uh, jiu-jitsu, catch wrestling, MMA, gymnastics. There's some funny things on there. Um, I think more than anything, if you, you got to have a good sense of humor. You know, because it makes things a lot easier in life. When you're too serious, life's too serious already. You got to laugh. You got to laugh all the time. One of the best things you do, the first thing you wake up is laugh. And right before you go to bed, watch something funny and laugh and then close your eyes. It changes your vibration. But uh, uh, yeah, so Instagram, just Eric Paulson for Instagram. And that's with the K. Uh, I have a lot of technique and I try to put some different things up on that. Also, the CSW, uh, ericpaulson.com, E-R-I-K. Uh, I have the online university. We have camps every year. They're called coach development camps. And then we offer a camp where I invite all these different instructors all over, from all over. And we have a, a huge camp, and I've had it for 20, 20 years. And I bring in guys from boxing to savat to Thai boxing to jiu-jitsu to wrestling and judo and all these different guys. Uh, the reason I do is so I can learn. I bring guys in so I can learn and then everyone that comes to the camp gets to learn also. And uh, as far as workshops right now, there's nothing going on till next year. Canceled everything. And the, the reason is just gotta be safe. We gotta do our due diligence until we can kill this, uh, whatever it is, this virus or you know, um, I think a lot of people are still scared because there's so much misinformation out there. You know, you're watching stuff and you're like, am I supposed to get vaccinated? <laughs> you know, I don't know. You know, that's another thing. And I'm not, I'm not going to talk about that because I know nothing about vaccines. All I know is I've never, I've gotten a flu shot one time. And uh, I just, I, I travel a lot, but I think if you remain healthy in your mind and you focus on that being positive 
being positive. Don't get, don't get negative about anything. Uh, eat the right foods. Stay healthy with your diet. And then also take, take the right vitamins and minerals that you need. And uh, I eat a lot of garlic. That's another thing that helps. I, uh, but you got to make sure that your wife eats the garlic with you. Otherwise, they hate you. And, but um, taking the right foods is very important. And the right mindset. And just staying uh, positive. Keep stretching every day. Uh, go for a walk. Go for a run. You got to keep your cardio up. You don't want to be like me and say, Cardi, no. Because I used to, hey, you want to get up and go running? And I go, Cardi, no. And I pull the covers back over my head. Because I had, I had run my whole fight career. You know, I had to run every single day. So the last thing I want to do is get out and run. But you know what? Running is moving meditation. It really clears your head. That's why if you got a competition or anything, you have to run. It changes your mindset. You know, get out on your own, put a headset on and get out and just run a little bit. First thing in the morning or right before the sun, or right as the sun sets is the best time to run. Yeah, I've been waking up at like four, four something in the morning doing some stretching and then I've been going for a run. And all week I've been running and listening to the uh, old episodes of the CSW podcast. Oh, wow. Thank you. Um, do you, so you run right when the sun comes up. Yeah. I try to when when I can get my ass out of bed, yeah. <laughs> and then you listen to the Rocky song. No, I haven't had that. I, I got. I, I'm just learning how to make Alexa. Oh, I her name. Uh, wake up to like songs. So like that's the next thing I got to set it to the to the Rocky song and get myself going. But I'm allergic to eggs, so I got to find something else to eat before. Uh, I go. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's. I think you could get salmonella drinking uh, raw oh, eggs. Oh yeah, <laughs> good thing. I, I don't think do that that's a good idea. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Um, uh, so this is good. I, I think doing a podcast with people is, is good. And it, it kind of, uh, if you get an insight from everybody that you're interviewing, I think that's important. Yeah. Well, you should have one. How come you don't do them more often? Um, I, I think I get hit up for podcasts a lot. So I, I, I was like, well, but we have one on the CSW site we do, but you know, it's been, we've been locked down so much. Uh, what do you keep talking about? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, I've already said stuff. What? I don't think you could ever run out of things to talk about. You well, have so many different directions what? on stuff. You're, you're, stories. One most, you're one what? of the most interesting guys I know. Oh, thanks. Um, I drink uh, Dos Equis. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Interest, interesting. Well, I, I appreciate it very much, man. Thank you for uh, for being really cool and training with me when I was out there. You know, uh, AJ Ernst, Matt Sarah, Ray Longo, Clint Dahl. They all say great things about you, man. Guys. Hey, um, what do you think about them changing the Dos Equis, man? To their I thought that was sad. When they... No, 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 not to me. No, <laughs> when, they, when they changed him. I didn't even know they did. Yeah, now they got that other guy, and then I think they stopped that commercial. Oh, I didn't even know that. It was just some of the, I had a friend that wrote up, I, he, you could tell he's bored because he wrote up all these different commercials, like the most interesting man alive. And he, he wrote all these different storylines for the most interesting man alive. And then they changed him. Ah. Uh, yeah. They need to bring him back. Yeah. Maybe they'll get a revival, you know? <laughs> Listen, money talks, bullshit walks. There you go. All they got to do is just up his 
up his uh, money situation, he'll probably come back. Yep. It's, it speaks volumes. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much, man. I, I appreciate it. Uh, I'll send you the links for this thank and you. I'll put all of your, your training Academy stuff and, and all your social media stuff in the show notes. so Everybody can follow you. Um, it's been a pleasure, man. You're a class act. You're a legend in the sport and you're a great guy. And thank you so much for coming on. I want to say today. one more thing. Sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, BJJ fanatics. I, they called me. So it was funny cause I was sitting here going, what's next? What's next? What, what am I going to do next? What am I doing next? Cause I'm working on the, it's called combat athletics and it's going to be released in about a week. Nice. And it's like I said, five DVDs on all the gymnastics stuff. So a lot of times when I meditate, I go up and I put my head up and I put my arms up and I go, what's next? <laughs> you know? Uh, and all of a sudden BJJ fanatics calls me out of the blue. Mike, Mike Zenga, Michael Zenga. And he goes, are you interested to do a video for us? And I was like, uh, yeah, what would, here's a few ideas. And then all of a sudden it literally manifested within a week and a half. I go, when would you guys come out? Or he goes, you can come here or we'll come there. They're from Connecticut. And I said, uh, they said, well, we'll come there. Uh, how does next, uh, in two weeks, we'll come out on a Tuesday. And I was like, just like, <laughs> so they came out, I wrote out the curriculum, but they came out, they filmed it. We, we filmed from 8.30 p.m. till one in the morning. And uh, seriously, within two weeks, the product is up and out. They're already promoting it and selling it online. It was on, and I did, because uh, everyone has jujitsu stuff, so I did some catch wrestling. Catch wrestling combinations. Uh, a lot of takedown stuff to submission and submission, but it just came out and uh, I was just very amazed at the professional, just like it just happened literally like a lightning bolt. They came in, they filmed and it's up and out already. So I'd like to just give a good shout out because they have a lot of great products that they offer. You know, um, BJJ Fanatics has on tons of subjects. If you guys get a chance, check it out. Yeah, those guys. You, thank you, man. I'll definitely post the links for that, and I'll definitely pick that up myself. Oh, uh, thank you. Definitely. Well, thank you for your time, and I hope I hope uh, this clears up, and and uh, we'll be able to see you come back out here. Hundred percent. Uh, tra train. Training. I definitely will, man. I would love to take you up on that, and uh, if you run into Mr. Clint Dahl or AJ Warrior out there, tell him I said hello, and uh, I'll shoot you links to this show, and I'll, I'll plug in the BJJ fanatics and everything on there. Uh, any any closing thoughts, Mr. Eric Paulson? Uh, just stay positive and try to get out in the grass and meditate if you can. Awesome. Put your feet in the grass for 15 minutes a day. It'll change your life. I love it. Drink lots of water. <laughs> you have a great day, man. I appreciate it very much. Thank you for your time. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Take it Thank easy, Eric. Guys. Thank you. Bye. Ever wanted to play the drums? Or do you want to get your kids some drum lessons to burn some of that energy while they are all locked up? Take advantage of a free drum lesson with one of the tri-state area's most respected drummers, Dan LaMagna. Dan LaMagna has played in such bands as Crown of Thorns, Suicide City, Biohazard, The Real McKenzie's, Sworn Enemy, The Walls of Jericho. He has played all over the world and he is also endorsed by such companies as DW, Vader, and Sabian. Dan has taught tons of people from all different age groups and all different music styles. He can teach adults, kids, advanced, beginner, any types of styles from metal, all different types of percussion, whatever style you want. Get a free drum lesson today 
from Dan. All you need to do is text the word DRUMMER, D-R-U-M-M-E-R, to 833-632-0585. Again, text the word DRUMMER, D-R-U-M-M-E-R, to the number 833-632-0585 for your free... <laughs>